Hello and welcome to the Majors Mess All podcast. This is episode 184, and this is a special episode for me. Uh, obviously, Kelly, first of all, Kelly is, is helping me with this. She's hosting. How's it going, Kel? Yeah, good. Just to point out, not greasy hair, wet. Thanks to Mark. Yeah, she's, she's just washed her hair and she's all paranoid. <laughs> she, your hair looks like The Undertaker's hair, you know, when he's wrestling and it's all like scraggly. Oh, hey, no. The Undertaker's got no hair now. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. Well, yeah, um, okay, so so yeah, out. so this this is a special episode because I've sort of like you, brought back together you know, you know, my old band. You know, you know, you know, you know who else has got no hair? The Wayne the Rock Johnson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wayne oh, Rock this Johnson, is this I'm is going to be a nightmare to get to. Right. So anyway, so I brought my old band Instinct. We I was I was in a boy band basically, as a lot of you listeners know, because we've talked about it many, many times. Now. I know. Um, so I brought like, how, how, what percentage is it? Eighty percent of the band back. We're missing twenty percent because Jay yeah. Jay was invited but didn't answer. So I'm I'm assuming he didn't see the message or maybe he just didn't fancy it. And I, I I don't know. But Jay isn't with us. But we do have Chris. <clears throat> How's it going, Chris? Peace, love, and rock and roll. I'm good. <laughs> we got Martin back again. Martin was obviously on uh, an episode a couple of episodes ago. How's it going, Martin? Right. Right. We've also got our bass singer Phil is with us as well. How's it going, Phil? I'm not too bad. Not too Excellent. bad. You got, it looks like you've got a, a good setup there, mate, with that mic. Yeah, um, it's a road mic. A what mic? A road. Oh, a road mic. What's a? Ro- I've never even heard of one of them. What's that? A road. I thought it's a road mic. Yeah, R O D E. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's the brand name. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, it's good. Good quality as well. Excellent. Um, yeah. So we we the, when was the last time the four of us spoke? Like the four of us. I know that we like chat individually regularly. Well, you're talking. Honestly, it might have been. It might have been the day you left the band. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I didn't okay. want to say, but yeah, probably that. Probably, yeah, but how long ago was that? That was like, that was 2004, Two, that was. 2004, yeah. So that's almost 20 years ago. Jeez, crazy. It is, like next year will be 20 years since I left the band. You know, obviously the band started in like 2000. Um, in was school, we start, me, me and Martin started it in school. We did the school talent show and we did a Backstreet Boys song. It just, then, it just didn't take off till 2004. Yeah. Well, after I left, <laughs> no. When, when, when we went to co- went to college, met Phil, got Suzanne. Well, no, that and... was so that so okay. So that would have been two thousand and one. Oh, two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we went <laughs> we went to college, and then that's oh, when yeah. we met we met Phil in college, and we also met Jay in college. Um, another guy called Lee joined the band. He was in the band for a couple of years. Then he left. And then 
it was a Chris. No, then we had a guy called Shay. Shay joined it? us for a while. Well, um, oh, don't forget. Yeah, we do. We did have two Lees. Did we? the other one? You're talking about the fellow oh, who no, helped with no. the band after oh, I left. Um, J- um Jamie. Oh, oh Jamie. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I go. I get two Jays. To be honest with that. you, to be honest, there was a load of people that were involved in the band. Even after I left, there was two people that joined. Was it was it two people? There was two, wasn't there? There was Basically, Sean. And... The male sugar babes. Yeah, we were the male <laughs> sugar babes. Yeah, <laughs> we were the sugar boys. If you if you want to go even further back, Gav, we had Josh as well. <laughs> Josh was this little Josh was this little gay fella <laughs> who liked Martin, <laughs> and he worked on a farm. He used to clean the pig pet the pig pen out, and he and loved Martin. Jesus. Yeah, that was going back. That was before. That was even before he met Phil. That. That's how far back no, that was. No, I, I, I remember Josh. <laughs> Did, yeah. Yeah. Because oh, didn't he say something to Phil like something about being gay? And he goes, "Phil, he goes, what would you do if I was gay?" Phil goes, "I'd jump through the window." <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he did. He goes, "I jump, jump out the window." <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, so then. Um, just to get back on track with that. So then, yeah, so Lee was in the band, then Lee, Lee left. Then Shay was in the band, Lee left. And then in 2003, I believe it was. Was it 2003? I 2003, think, you, I joined you. It was when you joined. We we held these auditions and loads of people yeah. showed up and Chris was one of them. So we didn't yeah. know him before them. He come down from Man- all the way from Manchester to audition where, for the band. Where were the auditions that Chris came? Was it in... Um, the train station? Was, it was a train road, station. Man the Road. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I remember the church there, wasn't it? I, do you know what? I can't remember. And then, uh, what do you call it? But it was my good, it was my good mate, Bobby Webb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what, what did you say, Cal? So do you want to go through all my questions in the intro? Oh, sorry, yeah, it? okay. No, I just wanted oh, to get the initial yes, setup. Okay, to... right. Just the majority of the list. Kelly is going to take over I've got now. no other questions. You've done it all. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> What's going on with Martin's camera? It's like moving on its own. <laughs> All it's special. Oh, it follows yeah, you. Oh, it follows you okay. round. Well, that's a bit of posh, isn't it? Yeah, I've got, I've got, yeah, a, I've got I, a remote I, control for it. <laughs> I, I, had it on, I had it on mine, but it was just to do my head. Yeah. It just kept on like, zooming in. It was like, oh, oh my, I'm feeling sick. Yeah. <laughs> Good job I've got pants on, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay, so Kelly, go on. We'll let Kelly take over now with the questions. No, I've got none. That was literally my list. How did you guys meet? Well, I gave I gave you some questions, didn't I? No, I'm joking. Bloody hell. <clears throat> so we've got to when Chris joined the band. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're up to. <clears throat> that's all I've got. Okay, well, hold on. So, so yeah. So when we met, what was your first? What March? What were your first impressions of Chris when you first met him? I honestly can't remember. Um, <laughs> but like, I was, it was just crazy to see like a guy with like different coloured skin. It's like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what? Was that good? No, it's, yeah, it was. It was, it, it was good. I, it excited me just because at the time, obviously, the bands that were out and stuff. It was always cool to have. It was always cool to have that black guy in your group. It made you a bit more, <laughs> a bit more street and a bit more urban. So we, we we were no longer now sort of gimps trying to sing. We were a bit more cooler. 
<laughs> yeah, Chris definitely did bring the call to the band. Didn't he? So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm just that, like, we, we had a bit more credibility now. No, do you know what like, though? Yeah. Right, because we did our, our sound changed after Chris joined. We did go down a more R and B road, and I feel like we wouldn't have pulled that off without Chris. And that's so, <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's that's what I mean. Yeah. That's, that's I remember we, we would we were talking about like because we obviously did write our own songs in the end and we we would talk about like putting raps raps in this because Chris is a really good rapper but it's not his it, back then anyway it wasn't his favorite thing to do he wanted to sing so we'd always go here's a rap Chris write a rap and in the end Chris was like I don't really I, I'd I'd rather just sing and we're like well we can't rap like you can't have like a white guy <laughs> rapping it we just we couldn't pull it off there's no way we could have rapped it's what you so, people do. He was just yeah, yeah. He, Chris was just relegated to rapping, but you were good at it. I, I made it work to an extent, you know, especially in the Spanish song. Oh man, that was it. We wrote a song, right? We wrote a song I called like that Spanish song. We wrote a song called it was. Do you know what? It was the first song we ever wrote with Chris. Proper song, the Spanish song we called it. It was really cheesy. It needed work. It did, uh, to be fair, like the lyrics weren't yeah, amazing. You know, to be fair, I'm sure I've got it somewhere. Yeah, I've got. I actually like that one. That's my favourite <laughs> one of your guys. I've got, got it on my phone with the the new version of it that Neville gave us. What made us do? Oh right, but that okay. wasn't as good. That wasn't as good. No, it wasn't. What, exactly right. So anyway, we we recorded that. Do you remember where we recorded our demo of it? Which one? The the, the original one. The original one, yeah. Pastry, the past it. Park Street Studios, which is was formerly owned by Phil Collins. We went to we went. I remember being so starstruck just being in there. And if you remember, Coldplay were in there the same day. Yeah, Chris Martin album. Passed, didn't he? And Chris Martin knocked on the door to borrow spoons. He wanted because yeah, we had our own like um, cafeteria rooms, didn't we? Where we'd have our lunch. And, yeah. and he was in the next one, so because they were all locked, they were all in. They were all like linked together via a door, and he knocked. And he wanted to borrow spoons. And Suzanne, our manager, Phil's mom, uh, she made a joke saying, like, oh, you're going to play the spoons on your next album. I remember <laughs> yeah. that. It was amazing. Like, it was just, I just felt, like, it really important being in that studio. And we did a really good demo. Yeah. Then it went, then we sent it down to a guy down in London who completely ruined it. And I'm not, I'm not knocking. His name's Neville Thomas. You were, sing- you were the singing all the way he wrote it. <laughs> well, even that, like, so, so he'd, he rewrote the whole thing and he kept he the melody. The only thing he kept was the melody. And he 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 got us in the studio and he was like, Your lyrics no good. They need to go. Like you keep going, away oh, away oh in the song. No, we don't that's that's so 90s. We don't do that anymore. Like you've got to change it. He goes, I've rewritten this, I've rewrote the song. And I'm like, What? And he's like, I've rewritten it, it's done. He's rewrote the whole song. And I thought, he's done that, so he gets a credit on it. The whole track done. So then he goes, Right, we're gonna sing it now. So he gets us in and like we go, I know she's, and he goes, no, no, it's not that, it's, I know she's, and I go, I know she's, and he goes, no, no, it's, I know she's, and he was like showing you how to sing it, but he was flat, <laughs> so then you're trying to sing a song, and he's as flat as a witch's tit, not making any sense, and he just, I, that was the beginning of the end for me, I remember when we when he did that, I remember thinking, I'm kind of done now with this, and it wasn't long after I, I was asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that was a good. I honestly still stand by it. It was a good song. It just needed a little bit of work. That's all. It was cheesy, but we well, did that, a good. That was good about it. Though. It was just like proper 
I, I liked it, man. It was just, the energy it was in it was you couldn't. The energy is captured perfectly to how we were all feeling on the day. Even your oh, rap, yeah. your rap in that is so punchy and so like in your face as it should be. And then the way he had you rapping in the remake, it was yeah. like a really laid back rap. It wasn't Very watered down. Yeah. Obviously, I'm like to hear uh, both versions now. Oh, that's I'm no problem. I can do that, both. but the, that second version was terrible. I remember you showing it to me, and I was like, "Nah, but I liked the other one. It was catchy." Yeah. And then he, he did ruin it. Well, it was it was about it was about meeting this Spanish girl and playing a, the Spanish song <laughs> to set the tone. Like this, this was the feel of the song. I'm going to play a Spanish song to set the tone. Like, that was what we were saying. It was like, we're going to do this. Like, it was about getting down, wasn't it? Like, with this Spanish woman. And then he completely rewrote it. And he had, what the, yeah. What were some of the lyrics that he put down? It was like, I'm popping off. I'm going to hit the road. I don't even know what that, I still don't know what that means. We're from Birkenhead. We're, saying, we're, from, we're not American, we're English. You know what I mean? It's like, and he was changing it so that we sounded American and stuff like yeah. that. But I think the thing is, right, it... Yeah, like I've said, it probably needed work, but the whole the whole vibe of it was, I think, was good in terms of what we were trying to say. I thought it was everything. I agree with everything we did. There's, you know, the the the, the story behind it and everything like that. I thought was, yeah, it it maybe needed lyrically, it may, maybe needed a bit of work, but I think uh, melody, <clears throat> how you know the energy of it. I thought I loved it. I thought it was good. Yeah, but, but even still, our our rough demo. Everyone prefers to his finished article. That, that yeah. see, okay, so that was the thing. I was totally fine with with him changing the song, but I, I wanted us to meet halfway. So rather than just go right, we're going to redo the whole thing in his way. I wanted to go. Well, let's just take elements of yours, but let's still keep some of ours in as well. But his attitude was very much like I'm in the business and I know. And it's like, well, recording in your back room, like you're not you're not in one of the like big top recording studios. You like, okay, you've recorded with Beverly Knight, but she's gone on to bigger people. So like, how big are you? I know that we're nobodies, but like the fact that we're that, trying to be serious artists and write our own songs, shouldn't you be guiding yeah. us to do that instead of taking that power away from us? But that's that's that was my point. That's the problem you've got with people in the industry, though. They, they, everybody thinks there's somebody. Everyone tells you there's somebody. Yeah. And then reality is, you, you know, in a, in a respectfully, they're nobodies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just kind of like looking for the next. Like you said, Beverly Knight kind of, yeah, you know, she were, you know, at the time, he was probably big. But then if you think about it, that the, her hits that he wrote with her were like, like mid nineties, yeah, and then she's moved on. You know what I'm saying? It's one exactly, of them. It's yeah. like he, he hasn't evolved, and he's still. Even when I look at some of the songs he got singing, like if you beautiful thing, and you know, we, you know the good, the beautiful thing, and Dear John, the good songs and that. But if yeah. you you look at the, the how musically, they're not they weren't modern pop R and B songs. No, they were probably. Weren't. You know what I mean? I remember I said this to Jay. I said they probably, you know, he kept, oh, sing this, sing it, and I'm like, but I'm just saying. I said to Jay one time in the, in the rehearsal. I said, if you think about it, these songs are dated, man. The the the, the rolled, the rolled songs, and and he and he's still kind of pushing that. I yeah. think this is going to be a hit, and and and, and I think he used to say to us not to get too fixated on what we know our songs and stuff like that. But I think he was like that with those two, with beautiful thing and uh, dear John. I think he was he was. Really like pushing the thing of I'm I'm one of these these songs are to me are hits and yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I didn't like? This was another thing, and I'm sure you guys agree, because it was you guys that it affected. <clears throat> but a lot of the time, um, it happened a few occasions, actually. They took me and Jay down to London to record, and you guys weren't invited. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Because, again, no. we were trying to be a serious band. We used to be able to sing at the drop of a hat, a cappella, in the middle of a town cent- a busy town centre. It didn't matter where we were. We could sing in five-part harmony. And we were still learning. We were only kids, so there was mistakes that were made. But yeah. to go from that to, okay, only two of you are going to be coming down to London now to record, and the, the, the other three, you guys can go and work on your dancing or something because we... I didn't like that at all. It was like, oh, we'll, we'll we'll just get them on the on the you know on the track later on. No, we should be there collectively as a band. If your yeah. back room in London isn't big enough to 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 record five people, then we need to go to a bigger studio. And that yeah. was that yeah. was another big factor. And there was that, and then another element I didn't like was um, they changed the name of the band, which I just thought again. They made us change the name. I didn't. I never had a problem with it. I thought it was fine. They were saying it was. It sounded yeah. too much like NSYNC. I still don't think it did. And then you guys no. ended up with a name, JP Mac, which sounds almost identical to the other band, BB Mac. So like, well, yeah. it, it yeah. doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like, it's not all about the I, name. But I didn't see the problem with Instinct. I like that. But like, I thought it was all right. But we were forced to change it, and then we ended up selling yeah. for U-turn, which I never liked. I never liked it. So just things changed, and then they started picking on the way we looked. Um, I remember they said, "Chris, you look fine. Martin, you you look great. You all you've always looked great. I'm not <laughs> envious." Um, uh, Phil, you, they, you know, they said that you and I needed to gain weight. They made a big issue of that. You guys are too too skinny. Um, and you know when you're in a, you're an impressionable ki- impressionable kid, stuff like that really affects you. And oh, it, yeah, it, definitely. even to this day, like it still affects me thinking back because I was, I remember being told, um, and I, I actually recently told Scott, uh, Scott from five, this cause Scott from five, the boy band five was a guest on, on this podcast. Um, I remember management telling me, um, the, Polydor didn't want to sign yet, or they didn't want to take, take it any further because they didn't like the way Gavin looked. And that's to this day still bothers me that I was told that. And, and Scott from five actually said that, you, you wouldn't be allowed to do that today. He said back, because Scott struggled yeah. with the same sort of comments back when five was starting out. And he said that now nowadays, you are not allowed to talk to people like that in the industry. He's like, it just, no, it's, it's non-existent now. Are, no, because people are impressionable. The thing is, right, if you think about it, like with the dance industry and stuff like that, and you know, you know, like, what look, 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 like look, look at the gymnasts and stuff like that, and how they, they, they were the fat shame in the, Gymnasts and stuff like that, and yeah. they do it in the dance sector. They used to do it in the dance sector as well. You know what I mean? And it's just like I think it's what is wrong. Yeah, you to have do. to have a certain no. look, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Certain look, it's certain wrong. figure. Like, Evan, it's like you know, you, you kind of go, why is it always set? You know, you're looking at this kind of narrow lock of the industry, and it's like, well, we're different. We're trying to break that chain of going for like the same lock we're we're different that what that's what makes us uh unique you know what i mean yeah we wanted yeah. it to be focused on the on the talent and, and uh, to be honest i don't think any of us look bad yeah me, me and phil definitely no. were underweight i mean we know that we've both filled out now which is great and um, but i, I also remember him like... saying he, ma- he made a comment once when me and jay went down to london and he goes on your way home he goes stop at mcdonald's gavin you eat his food and you don't have anything jay because you need to lose weight and i just thought man this Jeez. is so harsh they did. I'm sure James remembers it. They said they said you have what he's yeah. going to have, and you don't have anything because you need to drop the pounds. You need to gain it, and like 
stuff like that, man. Yeah. It really does affect you when you're a you're young boy. It's it really does. Yeah. yeah like, no, I, I was gonna make a, I was gonna make a comment before, um, like Chris, like saying about like you know the the way that they've changed the like the the um you know the song, and yeah. um, I think with like the instruments that were used, I didn't like. On, on like especially on certain songs you kind of go yeah that just sounds so cheesy and yeah, like yeah. so outdated and you kind of go we're trying to be R&B we're trying to be like now and you're yeah. using like instruments where like you kind of go while we're using this you know what I mean yeah we didn't have yeah, a say no, we just taken away from us didn't have a say at all like um, what what um, uh, what um what's the one with the phone call where oh. like Paul, Paul did the first half of the Backstreet. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, I thought that's what he meant, but didn't was there a song with it? Maybe that was after I left. I don't remember a song with the phone phone in it. Um, yeah, Paul, it was like kind of going, um, you know, so we can't take your call, but please leave a message. And, I, and then they like comes in with like this weird trumpet kind of like. So um, what switch, would you I, say? I don't, I don't, switch it off or something like that. Oh, yeah. it was a. Uh, remember that like, one? Cal. I said another for you, Martin. Yeah, I've been for a while. What and is I, your highlight? Yeah, hang on, Kelly. Kelly's got a question for Martin. There, sorry, Phil. What's your um, favorite moment in the band? Oh, it's yeah. Just one standout to... moment. Just I can mostly guess it, what you. I can mostly guess what it's going to be. Uh, personally, I would probably have to pick. Oh, it's so tough, but I'd have to go with probably the Whittle Show. Which oh, one? The... Oh, the, the big one that we did together. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That, actually, no, that, <laughs> that, or that would be Touch and Go with um, the Philharmonic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good, yeah. That was mine. Yeah, I, li I like that them too. Um, the will show the big one where we did with um, Radio City and uh, the DJ kind of like turned the music off. Honestly, yeah, there was a problem, wasn't there? There was a problem at one point so where our backing tracks problem. weren't playing, and we did yeah, it without so the music. Problem. Yeah, and like we just like we just sang the whole song a cappella, and like the crowd just went absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was. And, fun. Um, and then we went, and then we went down on the crowd sign and. Like boobs and stuff. <laughs> I mean, well, that, that was in, That was where was that? I feel like that we did a show in Runcorn or somewhere, and there was a woman who wanted a boob sign, and I know that Chris was one of the people that went up. <laughs> Chris, the rest of the um... I was young and impressionable. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. And also with the also with the, like the Philharmonic, because that was all live. It was all like um, Paul Brooks um, was like doing the orchestra and stuff like that. So we played with the um, the Philharmonic Orchestra. Yeah, and we, like it was just that was the best. That was my highlight. Was when we did that because, like Phil just said, it was with it was in front of a live orchestra. And we performed the song by The Real Thing, who, ironically, we've had the lead singer of The Real yeah. Thing on this podcast, and we told him about this performance, and he was really happy that we did it. And we did a song by them called Can't Get By Without You. And we also did an acapella, um, A Boys to Men, uh, It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. And it was amazing. To do that with yeah. a live band was incredible. Yeah, was and that's great. one of the highlights, not only of my time in a band, but of my life, actually. I mean, to, to do that, in, and it was packed as well. Was, the whole place was packed. And yeah, that's such an iconic venue as well. It is. It was, that's what I was about to say that it's an iconic venue, isn't it? Like, do you, yeah. rem do you remember? Like, it was it was that show, and like before, 
I, I, we came on the stage and we obviously were standing there with our heads down, our microphones. The audience, a round of applause, and then it goes quiet, ready for us to start. And all you hear is, his face, his face shouting from the crowd. This is a baby. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. You're probably laughing, ready to start then. Yeah. I remember right. one show, I think it was Spotlight on Youth, and you did, you give out little earrings with, with all you son, yeah. and the little girls were going crazy in performance, and I'm standing have you, have back you, and... Have you kept have your key one? ring, Kel? Yeah, yeah, I've kept it. Got <laughs> 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 me key somewhere. <laughs> but I remember standing back, like, because I'm obviously friends with you all. I was like slapping. So, I... you know, that's hilarious. That I've got a <laughs> question for. I've, I've got a question for Chris and Phil. Do you Go two remember how many screams Martin used to get when we'd be on stage? I've got. I'm. I'm still partially deaf. Deaf from it. So yeah. <laughs> it was so ridiculous, yeah. and I loved it because I thought anyone that's screaming for him, if we get signed, they're gonna buy our albums because of him. I love it; it's brilliant. But like no. sometimes we do shows, and they'd have a sign saying "Instinct," and then he'd have another one saying "Martin." <laughs> Just no one's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I like and I you go, oh yeah, you know, this is like you know, James, like yeah, oh this is come, yeah. This is Chris, yeah. This is Phil, yeah. Mon, ah, wait, though. But then you get the flip side of it. You do your own concert, and then you get introduced. And all I got is my dad go, yeah, yeah, that was that was that's true. Yeah, we did, we did our own concert for friends and family. And we all like, I think, I to be honest, I think most of my relatives were, were there. So I got like a really big like, hey, and then a Martin, and, and all you can hear is Martin's dad go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was um, in Birkenhead, wasn't it? Because um, <laughs> yeah. we did a few shows there, though. We did. You know, another highlight as well. Do you remember when we did the showcase in um, Liverpool in the Pan Am bar? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, Beverly Knight was there as well. I don't remember seeing it there, but I remember that they were telling us that Gaza was there apparently watching us. <laughs> no <laughs> way. I never, I never seen him, but I, I, I was told that Gaza was there. <laughs> is that where Mark Lace was? Is that where Mark Lace was getting wild in the unisex toilets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was a, there was this um, there was this crooner, this singer called Mark Lacey. He was like. Do we want a full name? I'm on here. <laughs> and apparently he was in oh, really? to the toilets with someone. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> another, another two gigs, another two gigs though, which deserve a mention, would have to be our September concert that we did in the Pacific Road. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. And and then also, also... Um, Is that with the silhouette, wasn't it? Yeah, that Roy, was, Chris, yeah, Chris yeah. wasn't on that one, but yeah, that, that, was, that was a good and one. And then the Roy, the Roy Castle competition. And yeah, I don't, Chris. I don't. Was Chris? Were you part of that one, Chris? No. When we won that, when we won that trophy. Oh yeah, and you, uh, you snatched off Billy Butler's arm. Yeah, yeah. I've still, it's, it's over there. I've still got it. I'm gonna go and get go it. Go and get oh, the trophy. Come on. <laughs> I love that he's still got it on display. <laughs> he wasn't graciously accepting the award then, was he? he just snatched it No, he just wasn't. A, he wasn't a fan of him. The ears aren't on it anymore. The handles, but that's the that's it. We came first. That's brilliant. What did you say? Uh, no, say Dan, you, wasn't, you, wasn't a fan, you wasn't a fan of Billy Butler, was it? I can't really <laughs> badmouth him, can I? Because he's like he's 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 on his last legs, I think. So I'm not going to say anything bad about him. But 
What I didn't like is we, we did the Billy Butler show. He's like a famous DJ in the UK, and it was all, it was so false. Like we went on, and he, he straight away he was taking the mix. He was like, "Ah, you lads, you can't sing, can you? Really?" And he was he didn't come out and say that, but he was just like. Uh, you know these boy bands, and have a lot of faith in these boy bands, and and he just he was like bad mouth, and then then he played. We sang live, I think, and we shut yeah, him we up because he could see we could sing. But every time they turn the mics off, I can't remember the woman's name, but the other guy that was in there was called Bobby Socks, which annoyed me. I don't oh, know uh, why. Is it Lynn something? <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, Lynn Lynn some something or other, and Bobby Socks. But who who names the kid Bobby Socks anyway? So Bobby Socks, isn't it? You won't forget his name. <laughs> Bobby Socks. Hey, it's me, Lynn, and Bobby Socks. Yeah, whatever happened to? And it, and it, it, it was, so, it was so fake. It was so false. That, like, Socks. It, in to make him sound more interesting. Yeah, in between <laughs> takes. So like when they were off air. They'd start like swearing and stuff, and like it was just it, they didn't speak in the same voice. As soon as they hit record and he were back on air, they'd be like, "Hey, Billy Butler, got the band instinct in here." <laughs> Do you not remember though when um, I think we was in Suzanne's car and we had the radio on, and they go and they were doing the show, and he goes, "We have Margo on line one, like that." And she went, "My name's, <laughs> my name's Mary." Mary. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Yeah, well, I, I remember, I remember no, that. Billy Butler was on radio when he goes, we have Margo on line one like that. And then she goes, my name's Mary Love. <laughs> he went, Margo. <laughs> I forgot her name. We've done a few radio though, haven't we? We've done, we did um, uh, Buzz FM as well. Yeah, we did. Jeez. Yeah, we did. I got cut off on there once because I called in and I was doing a competition as part of the band. We were promoting something. And they asked me a load of questions about boy bands and I got them all right. And then I was going off on a rant because I used to do that, as you guys know. And they just cut me yeah. off. <laughs> do, you remember, do, you remember, do you remember on Buzz FM when um, it was Bex and someone else doing a breakfast show in the morning? Oh, yes. And Phil, Phil was on the competition and he, he had to go up early to answer questions and they ended up swearing and saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, I was shit. Like, I, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit. I was just warning. Like, <laughs> it was like, it was like, like half six in the morning. Yeah, it was. Or something stupid. So, like, my brain wasn't working. So, I remember going, being at home listening. And I was at home. And I was going, All right. and he just said, I said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shock. Pure shock. So, so I had to do it. Come to you. What's your low point of the band? Who are you asking? Who's that for? Chris. Chris. Um, <laughs> pointing as um, if he can see me pointing to him. <laughs> probably, probably like, um, I'd say when it ended is probably one of it. But, but then I'd say, like I say, me and Gav are still really good friends now and that. And so, so when Gav left, because it was just kind of, it was just, you know, just shit, you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? Because literally, yeah, me and Martin and, you know, Jay were, were like, you know, if to, if to put it, in, if to sum it up, we were on our hands and knees, like, you know, begging and pleading. Yeah. yeah. And I never argued with them, though, when, when they said, like, 
it's time for you to go. I didn't, I didn't argue. It was really weird. It was like a weird, like I came in. I was, first of all, I can completely hand, hold my hands up and say I was very difficult toward the end because, you know, with the stuff we just talked about earlier, I'd had enough. Mm. I was just like, this, the fun's gone out of it now. There's no fun. It's too serious. Yeah. And too many people have got their hands in the pot. And we've lost all control, and we are essentially puppets on a string now, and I don't like it. I'd also yeah. met somebody online, like I met a girl online that we'd sort of started dating, and she lived in America, and she was, like, inviting me over there, and I thought, this is not going to work with me being in the band anyway. So I was kind of relieved at the time. I remember when they told me. I, I had a feeling that I was going to get kicked out that day. I don't know why. And then I, I don't like saying get kicked out, but I was asked to leave. Like, they, they said to me that they think it's probably best if I leave the band and I didn't argue with them it wasn't I didn't no. cry I did get upset on the way home but I didn't cry in whilst I was there at least I don't remember maybe I did I don't remember but um I remember it being really upsetting that like yeah it, was, it wasn't a nice it wasn't a, and it's funny because and I, I spoke about this at Martin's wedding if you remember I, I I remember that in the room was Chris and Jay our camp choreographer Carl <laughs> enough said and uh, he was sort of helped with the managing side of things. And Suzanne, Phil's mom, who was our manager, she was in there. Phil wasn't in there. Uh, me and Phil didn't get on the greatest back then. Um, we get we're fine now. We didn't we didn't always see eye to eye back then. So Phil wasn't in the room, which was fine. Um, and Ma Martin wasn't in the room. I remember them telling me, and they said, like, just so you know, like, obviously, you know, you and Phil aren't the closest. So like, Phil's aware of what's going on. He's not in the room, but he knows what's going on. And Martin refused to be in the room because he was just, he was that upset about it. He didn't want to be in here. Aww, and I remember Martin. that, like that Martin had essentially said. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I appreciate Chris actually being in there and and doing what needed yeah, to be done. Um, but Martin was just like that's because I know what Martin's like. I thought that was really sweet of him, and that always mm. stood out in my mind as a, as a sweet thing. But yeah, it was a horrible, <laughs> horrible day. It was it was horrible. Suppose you've gone from spending every day together pretty much a lot yeah, of times. We were like brothers, weren't we? We were like we were literally end. like we would bicker and argue. Like I remember arguing with each each one of you individually, um, yeah. which, which says a lot about me. But um, you know, we were literally we were literally like brothers. We would bicker and not yeah. uh, just stupid stuff that you brothers spent so would much argue time about. Together, didn't you though? Yeah. yeah but, and um, to not spend a time together must have been like quite difficult at the time. Yeah, it was the fact that as well. Like, hey, know, it's... It's what? twenty odd years later, and we still speak, and you know we'll now we'll still do a, you know you know um, WhatsApp video calls and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. Really we can still keep yeah, in touch nice. and stuff. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's I was I always believe it's just timing. I think the timing was just kind of if we had a, if we had a. If things have had that happen maybe two years earlier, maybe would it would have been, you know, we'd be talking about things differently, wouldn't we? You know what I mean? But um, yeah, you know what? I can have no regrets, man. You know we. You no, know. none at all. And it was like it was it, one of the best yeah. times in my life, and I think yeah. I think we all you feel just the same. Think, talk about it now. Two of you have matching tattoos. <laughs> yeah, where is it, Mark? Where's yours? It's just had it out. Oh, so I didn't even see it. Yeah. That shows you how much it actually meant to you. <laughs> 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 yeah. We can't yeah, I, I, talk about instincts without mentioning Carl, by the way. So let's talk about your choreography. Well, hang on a minute. Wait a minute. Because 
Phil wants to say something. Go on, Phil. Oh, sorry. Go on, Phil. I, I was going to say that um, I remember um, the day that, like, they obviously was talking to me and um, obviously my mum and Carl were both there and, like, they were saying, oh, um, Gav's going. We're going to be, like, you know, asking him to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the photo. Well, that's the photo I've got. I was going to send it to you. <laughs> it's like, oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember, like, uh, they're saying, going, oh, um, yeah, um, you know, Gal's going to be leaving today. And I was, like, kind of going, why? Why is he leaving? Because, like, you know, it, the sound that we've got kind of thing was, like, so perfect. Why do you want to, like, remove it? Yeah, we didn't see eye to eye. You know what I mean? But at the same time, we were so knitted in vocal. You know what I mean? So I was kind of, I was kind of like a bit miffed and upset at the time, but they said, well, uh, well, Carl was the more in case of like kind of going, yeah, he I know. needs to go. I know he was. I know that. I know, so, I, like, I know that, I, I know what, Carl didn't like me in the end and I was very difficult and I didn't, I didn't get on with Carl at all. Like, I didn't like what he was bringing to the table. I didn't like how he was controlling your mom. Like he was, and even your mom will say the same, like he was very controlling and I didn't like it. Um Yeah. So I know I know that, that he had a lot to do with it. And it's fine. The thing is, though, I was ready to go anyway. So it wasn't like I was like this. It was I was like, oh, no, please don't do this. I hate you all. I didn't have any animosity to any of you for doing what was done. And including you, Phil, I didn't. I wasn't I wasn't bothered. It was there was a sense of relief there. And um, I was yeah. obviously sad as well. But the fun had already been taken away from me. I just the, the fun wasn't there anymore. It was too manufactured for me. <clears throat> Who was that quite 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 a handsome blonde chappy that replaced Gal Chris? For a brief oh, Danny. Spell. Danny from Manchester. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Danny. Yeah. That's the, well, I think he might have lasted two weeks, maybe. Not even that man. It was uh he wasn't in the band long enough to take a shit. <laughs> so after Gavin there was Danny and then there was was it is his name Sean? No, it, there was Shay. someone else first, wasn't there? Who's that fellow? He did didn't he fleece everyone? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realise until Martin told me right. I didn't realise right. You know, I was missing like a a, a vest. <laughs> and then Martin, Martin said to me, did you not rate me? Did you not clock that he had your vest, that he stole your vest off you? I'm like, I didn't fucking, I didn't clock. I just, he wasn't didn't... wearing your vest in front of you, was, was he? But the worst of it was, right, he was doing it in rehearsals. It was literally so, when I jumped and had a shower and stuff like that, he'd been in my bag and took it. No. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, was it? That's yeah. really the bad. Ma Ma did he wear Martin it in the next Martin, do you remember you pointed it out to me? He goes, Chris, did you not clock that he took your vest? I thought you gave it to him. I'm like, I wonder where he went. <laughs> what, what was his name? What was his name? Adrian. Adrian, that's it, yeah. Didn't uh, he, yeah, didn't yeah, he yeah. drop stuff off you, Phil? <laughs> I can't remember. I, I feel wow. like I, I feel like your mum told me he, he robbed a phone or a, something or a PlayStation or so. I can't remember, but I heard that yeah. he, he was stealing things. <laughs> <laughs> so then after yeah. after Adrian there was another guy Sean Sean joined that Sean. I, I met yeah. Sean at Martin's wedding yeah that's who yeah I was at Martin's wedding yeah, <laughs> yeah he was he seemed like a nice guy and he had a good voice to be fair and and it did work yeah. like you guys were good you were you were a good mix so yeah, if you sure. if you were to reform today um how do you think it would be different and what sound would you kind of like 
Right, I suppose it depends who we're reforming with. <laughs> no, no, okay. So this lineup with Jay, obviously, um, I on. Can you imagine how different things would be if we if we were like ten years younger and we started now because of the internet? Because it what the internet was around back then, but it wasn't like you didn't have like Facebook yeah. wasn't really around. We could do all our own recording, all our own photo shoots. Put our music up on Spotify and iTunes, all without a record deal. Like me and me and Martin's brother yeah. have got a duo called Eucadian, and we've got music on Spotify, and we've got like an album cover, and we did all that on our own. We're not, we're not, we don't have a manager, we don't have a record deal. We just did it, and like we could, yeah. we could, have, we could have done that all ourselves, recorded all our own demos. No disrespect to your mom, but we wouldn't have even needed a manager. We could have just, we could have just done it yeah. ourselves. Like you know, you've got so many platforms now. Um. That, you know, you've got TikTok, you've got YouTube, you've got YouTube Shorts, you've got Instagram, Instagram Shorts, you know, um, and it's just, you just, like, make it that, that way, you know what I mean? And then, as you said, you've got iTunes, um, you've got, like, uh, Spotify, you've got Apple Music, and, you, know, you know what I mean? So it's just... We could just do it all on your own, whereas back then, yeah. we, we couldn't. We had to rent a studio, no, make sure we had a producer. We had to... Uh, figure out everything on our own. You know the money that, like, you know, we had to, your mum had to pay to like get us to do these things. We had, like, there's so much stuff. You needed uh, the machine behind you back then. Yes, the thing, and we just, just you wouldn't expensive. need that now. Like bands don't no. do that when they're starting out now. You just do it yourself. Like if you if you are yeah. able to do it, you do it yourself. And we could do we could totally do that easy. People like, don't even promote anymore, do they? Just put a song. Yeah, dance on TikTok and it sells like massively. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Now, but it? look at look at the likes of KSI and all that. They can do all that stuff online yeah. and the, and the millionaires yeah. from it. That's the thing. It's exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. So like things, I, said, I honestly, true, I truly believe that the band, our band, existed. It was the wrong place at the wrong time. We, it yeah. either existed <laughs> in a different time zone. It we would be, we would have had more success, I think. And we, do you know what? We we don't credit ourselves enough. For how far we actually did get, and even after I left yeah. the band, you guys took us to the next level, and you were actually the support act for a really famous singer called Jason Donovan. That's actually amazing that you guys did that. It's really that's huge that you guys were given that opportunity. So, and even though I wasn't part of it, I'm proud that I was. I was part of the the makeup that led to that, and just yeah. some of the, we we made the name for ourselves on Merseyside like people people started to know our band and they'd heard about us like we were we were the Merseyside boy band like they would compare us and I'm not comparing us but they would in sometimes in news articles they would compare us to the Beatles because we were from Merseyside and we were we were a a band of of boys basically and they they would and that's really cool to have that claim like I'm proud of it just yeah I just think a lot of things at the time kind of like what you were saying about social media and stuff like that. I think a lot of things at the time kind of, I'll tell you what, what kind of really made it quadruply, infinitely hard for us was programs like Pop Idol and X Factor. Yeah. Made it doubly 100%, difficult. 100%. You know, I remember that when they first came out. And this is actually one of the reasons why Lee, who you replaced, was, was asked to leave. One of the many reasons. He actually went and auditioned. When they were when when they were doing pop stars the rivals and they they discovered girls aloud and they were also doing yeah. the boy band, he went and auditioned for that without telling us. And Jeez. the idiot was filmed on TV and management seeing him on TV in the lineup waiting was to go he? in. Yeah. Oh, hilarious! He spotted on TV and he, his, uh, the camera goes past him and he goes. Jeez. 
Gab, just, can you remember just, his famous quote? I'll make it with or without you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did red, say that, yeah. That's a red flag straight away, though, isn't it? Yeah. It was a tough time once once those TV shows came out. Like, it, it was for yeah. bands like us. It, it was really tough. Yeah, it was just... Um, it just made... Because basically, the, the, you just... The, you know, the, those who are wanting to do the... As Paul Brooks would say, do your apprenticeship on the circuit. You know, them... Yeah. You're never going to get... You know what I mean? You're just never going to get... It, it's, no, it's hard, isn't it? You know, yeah. especially with the, the sector that we were in as well. It was just wasn't going to... You know what I mean? They they can make their own. Like, look, One Direction. They made One Direction and stuff like. That, you know what I mean? Exactly. So they can do they can do it themselves there, and it's just that is affecting sort of the doing, and they're just doing their own selective kind of process there. They don't have to waste the money to, you know, advertise for, you know, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But no, no, no regrets, man. Like I said, you know, I had the best time of my life in the band. You know what I mean? So I've got a question. Unless have you got a question there, Cal? Ready? Because I've got one. I was just going to say, what song would you like to, if like from these times now, what song would guys, you like to? Guys, I'm gonna, to... I'm gonna have to duck out, guys. Okay, are you are you coming back? No, I think the baby's awake, so I'm gonna have to get duck out. But um, we'll have to do it again sometime, yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, take it easy. No, 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 thanks, thanks take care, guys. I was just gonna say, what song would you like to have like released as your own, as your band? What well, that uh, that we that we recorded, like one of our songs? No, like a song from another artist. That you oh, from have, another like, artist. Oh, wow. To have been like a song for yourselves, kind of thing. That's so hard to, to answer. I know it to is. <laughs> it was putting you on the spot. I like the amount of songs that like on my Spotify playlist. It's. Yeah. I, I don't like. I'm trying to think like, modern like, day, wow, like. About... I'd wish that we'd release something like that. One of Westlife's one of Westlife's latest back? ones. Um, what was that called? Starlight. I I love that song, and I I would have loved to have yeah. even covered that one. To be honest, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Gav, like my message, she's uh, obsessed with Westlife, so I know the song well. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> I, I love Westlife. Like, Westlife is great. Like, on the other side, because um, like obviously we're in this room that I'm in, we've split it. So I've got my side and she's got hers. <laughs> so on her side, just over there, is a shrine yeah. of all Westlife stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so, so have like, you showed? Have you showed her like like the videos of us singing and the recordings yeah. and stuff? Yeah, yeah, excellent. I'll have to send you because you mentioned before you didn't have the Spanish song. I'll have to send it to you on WhatsApp. Yeah, like I said, like um, you know, whatever you've got to send over to me, because like you know, I want to try and have like um an archive of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like I've got some things, but I'm kind of going. I'm sure I'm missing something, but um, I've got like a, a CD with like all the photos on it as well. Brilliant, man! You'll have to see that. That's one thing I want to see is photographs. So any photos you've got, send them over to me. Yeah, like I'm always looking. And it's funny enough. Funny enough, Martin's brother Mike, who I record with now. He gave me two tapes while I was home, two VHS cassette tapes, and he's since found another one that has, it literally just says Instinct on it. I don't know what's on them. I think one of them does say Showcase on it. I don't know how he ended up with them. Apparently, the your dad had them, Mart, and so he got them from your dad's. 
And he's given them to me. Two of them I've given to David Hayes, who's going to at some point copy them over to put them digital for us so we can like put them online. And then there's a, like I say, there's another tape your Mike's got. So we just got, I've got to get that off him as well and transfer that one. So someone I have no idea what's on that show. Someone what's did that? film it. I remember, someone did film that showcase one with the, the silhouettes. Yeah. So I've got, I've, yeah, yeah. I've got that one. Dad's, Dad's I, I've got that one. It. We did a few. We, we did, I remember we did one in the, was it called the firehouse or the fire? Yeah. Something, in, yeah. In, firehouse in, and Hoylake. In Hoylake. We did one there because I remember there's a balcony at the top and they filmed some of it up there. And we did a load of original songs, and it was Chris was with us, and they they filmed it with a digital camera. And I remember that because before that we'd filmed everything on VHS, but this was yeah. a digital camera. So somewhere in existence is is footage of us digital. So it's probably really good quality. Don't know where it is. No idea who's got it. So maybe <laughs> your mic's got it on one of those tapes. Maybe it was put on VHS. I don't know. Wasn't it? Wasn't it that creepy dad though that had the kid, the two daughters that was filming it? <laughs> right, okay. I tried to think what he's been doing with that. No, so there was a fella, right? There was it, it was it, it's quite sad, really. But there was a fella that used to show up at our gigs with two girls that I think one of them or both of them were his daughters, and um, they were fans of ours. So they'd all they they loved coming to our shows. But I don't know who it was who told me, but it turns out that this guy was like a paedophile or something. Oh, I know, and he was like, I think he was using our band to like groom the girls. Oh, no. I know, yeah. It's a bit weird, that, isn't it? Oh. Thanks for mentioning that, Mart. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least, at least our band had our uses then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what were you going to ask, Gav? Sorry. What was your question? I, w- I was going to ask, um, and it w- this would have been funnier if Chris had been here, but I'm going to ask now. What was? I'll ask Phil first. What was your funniest moment in the band? What's something you remember being really funny? And it can be anything. I just, I've got a few, to be honest, but just what stands out as the funniest? That's quite hard. Because, like, you know, throughout the whole time, it's like, you know, you, you do. But, like, I, I you've got um, it on uh, YouTube. And, like, you know, um, we were in the house in West Kirby. And you were, like, doing, like, um, Alan Partridge. Like, uh, like yeah. skits and stuff like that. He was like in the toilet, like going, oh, yeah, stuff like that. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's just like little random little things where, you know, you just, we just come out with random stuff. And you know what I mean? Like, there's no particular like moment. I kind of go, oh, yeah, that's it. But yeah. every, everything was just like, just, it was just fun to be with, if you know what I mean? I, I can remember a load of funny moments that involved you. And a lot of them were, uh, Martin's going to remember this, when we were up in the house. Where was the house? Where was it? The little cottage in Wales? Um, Langollen. Langollen, okay. Right, so that's in Wales. I, remember, I, I know what yeah. part you're going to, I know what part you're going to talk about. No, no, so, okay, well, hang on. There was a few. One of them was... Um, <laughs> Martin's ready for this. <laughs> I had, no, no. So this was a funny, this is actually on video somewhere. I, I, I had a camera and I was asking, it was when Jamie was in the band. So not Jay, but Jamie was in the band. So I'm filming everyone and I'm asking, what do you want to get from this band? And I caught everyone off guard with this question and I got to Phil. And Phil, who literally was unprepared, decided to just wing it. And he he made his own word up. I remember him, he went, I just want to sing for the enjoyance of singing. And I went, you want to, enjoy, you want to sing for the enjoyance of singing? And he's like, yeah. And he stuck with it. He was like, yeah, the enjoyance. 
and he just made this word up and it's, it's on video somewhere but it still makes me chuckle to this day um another couple of occasions in that place was we broke the we broke the door handle i don't even know how but one of the doorknobs fell off because we broke the toilet that's because seat. it broke because um jamie told me to lock phil in the toilet so I put a brush against it or something and Phil like decided to boot it open. Yeah. <laughs> he kicked the door why open. Why are you in this house, by no, the way? Why are because you Suzanne, right, Phil's mum, Suzanne was like, you you need to bond. So she she paid for it. It was lovely. It was really nice. It was I remember lying outside. I remember lying outside of a nighttime watching the stars yeah, but, and we seen a shooting star. I was and but because yeah. of it, I was away I was away from my eighteenth locked away in this flipping log cabin. <laughs> what? Right. So so what was I going to say then? Oh, yeah, right. So the, the guy who owned the house, this little old fella, <laughs> he lived just next door to it in another like little cottage thing. And I don't know why, but we sent oh, no. Phil to his house to, to ask for eggs, was it? Something <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> Martin's crying. Uh, we sent him to ask for eggs or some, something anyway, because we were I think we were doing beans on toast and we wanted eggs or something. So we said, go and see if he's got a few to eggs. So Phil goes and knocks. I don't oh, know what no. was going on, but the guy couldn't understand what Phil was saying. So <laughs> all Phil's doing is asking for eggs. That's it. He just wants eggs. And he, so he's asking. And the guy didn't know what he was asking for. So then the guy phoned Suzanne kicking off going, I don't know what's going on here, but one of those boys has just knocked at my house half cut. <laughs> it couldn't make us. It couldn't make us uh, make a sense out of anything he was saying. So then Suzanne calls us and goes. Apparently, one of you have just knocked, not making any sense. And we were like, "Oh, we just sent Phil around for some eggs," but she had no, he had no clue what Phil was saying. Amazing. So Phil's just as confused as a man. Phil's walking away, eggless, going like, "I don't know what's going on here. I just knocked for eggs, and he sent me away laughing, uh, angry at me for no reason." And then the guys going, "What the hell's he talking about?" It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> I also remember another time, and I, I reckon this was Phil, but he might deny it. Someone basically shit themselves backstage <laughs> when we were in. When we were in. Yeah, you know me and my toilet issues back then, you know what I mean? We were in Newquay, right. right? To this day, I still don't know why the man who, who ran this cabaret place gave us, he gave us like a two-hour spot. So we basically <laughs> got up and did cover songs with Jamie Nichols. And we did, like I say, it was like two hours in an hour increments or like 45-minute increments. And we were due to go on. So we're all backstage. And then all of a sudden, this overpowering smell hit us. And it was right as we were about to go on. So we didn't even have a chance to kind of like figure out what was going on. But I reckon because of where Phil was situated, I reckon it was him. <laughs> Phil, can you confirm? <laughs> uh Maybe, maybe not. Um, but yeah, like it, it, to, to be honest, it was one of them because, like, I I distinctly remember that, that like, uh, you know, my mum will come into like you know the room where we were, and they go, "Boys, you're on in five, all right." I'll be going, "I need the toilet. I'll be back in a few sacks." And like, you know, you were going, where, "Where's Phil? Where's Phil? He's on the toilet." Like, Phil, you need the toilet. Are you on stage? And, like, you know, you'd be going on. I'm literally like, running to like the stage and like the. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I think uh, we have our answer phones. So, Martin, what's, what is your funniest moment, Mart? One of mine, again, would have to would be would be the log cabin. Yeah. But adding on to what we said before, when when Phil went to that guy's cabin next to us, 
a bit later on, that guy came back, didn't he? I think he was coming to apologise because Suzanne must have spoken to him and said, that's how my son is. When he arrived, when the guy arrived, I'm sure, I think it was Phil just sitting there throwing toilet roll over the house. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> like a roll of toilet roll. Peep <laughs> in the guy's house. So this, this guy, this this guy's come to apologise, obviously for maybe offending someone, thinking, oh, maybe no, it's no, it's not a problem. He's not half cut. And he gets in now. The same guy now, just launching tissue over the house. Biggest log cabin did it. Must have been half cut because I don't remember that one. <laughs> yeah, it's some. I don't. It's you. Or, it's either you or Jamie Nichols. But I don't think it was Jamie Nichols throwing toilet paper. But then the other part in it as well was. When I was a, when I was asleep, and I felt decided to try and scrape shaving cream in my hand. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. That's on video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Did that was funny you? as well. Uh, you that, yeah, that's what. No, I I was pretending to be asleep, so then I just went rah, and as I went rah, he splattered me with it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right in his eye, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty okay, But he'd done it thinking I wouldn't know who he was. He tried to dress up as Jamie Nichols, so he had he had uh, the mask, Jim Carrey, the mask. Yeah. Yeah. He had that mask on with loads of cushions stuffed up his top. Just walked in like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, so that, 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 that would have to be one. And the other one, probably like the rehearsals when me and Gavin were filming, we had the millions. Oh, that was funny. But I- I'm going to tell you one now that you're going to go, yeah, that was it. Right. We were in the studio in Paul. I shouldn't really mention his name, but I'm going to. We were in Paul Brooks's studio, and we're sitting down on this couch. I already know, <laughs> right? I oh yeah. We're sitting on this couch and we're recording the song. <laughs> and... <laughs> hey, what? Right. No. What's that? What is it? Was it in his house? No, no. no this was in the train. It was in the train station. So yeah, like, the sofa. He had an office, didn't he, in a recording studio? So anyway, we were down in there, the and he station. left. Yeah, New Brighton. Yeah, do you remember station. that where the office was? No. West, uh, yeah, New Brighton. New Brighton train station. How did they not interfere with the sound? Then you can hear the trains go fast. <laughs> they just didn't. Did they? I don't know why, but like it you had a record. The she, she was in the basement, so you couldn't hear anything. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, so on, anyway, that's where that's where Suzanne had her office there. She had like SK management. Like it was all they were there for oh, right. a no, couple I never, of years. I never went there. Anyway, so we're sitting downstairs and Paul leaves to go and do something. So we're just in the studio on our own. And Martin <laughs> Martin reaches behind the couch like this, just as you do, like I'm doing now. He's just like sort of leaning like that. And there was a bag behind the couch. So Martin's feeling around this bag. He, he, he doesn't know what he's, <laughs> what he's feeling, but he, he oh, grabs God. hold of something and he pulls it up. And it's this massive, giant black dildo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> this long, massive, and he goes, "Whoa!" And he's like, he's, <laughs> he's shocked. So then he goes, "What's this?" So he pulls the whole bag up, and it's a bag full of this, <laughs> like full of them. And he tips the bag out it. all over this couch. And the next so minute, like, we hear like it? we hear footsteps coming down. So like shit, <laughs> throw all these back in the bag and hide it. I don't know who's they were, and like we we didn't say anything to Paul, but like. That was that was probably one of the funniest moments. I can't believe that that of all and he had hold of it, like squeezing it like one of the and he locks the seats. <laughs> How random. Does he have them lying around your studio? Yeah. 
terrible. So that's probably yeah. going to be my funniest moment that I remember. I, I thought it was a new microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was crazy. So yeah, that and I remember we did our showcase, although like, you know, nothing came of it. And that was that was the time <laughs> when I said, like, oh, you didn't get picked because of the way Gav looked. But we did a shoot, we did a um a showcase in a in a bar, Est 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 in Chiswick, which was uh, which yeah. was really good. It was it, although we laughed and there was some funny moments there as well. That was great. That was I mean, that was before Chris lunch. joined. What's that? Remember uh, Lee on the uh, window ledge, and we shut the window. Yeah, on. so we we played hide and seek in the hotel room, and Lee climbed out the window onto this little ledge, oh, and we locked the window on him. <laughs> so he's <laughs> he's literally about two stories up, stood on this little ledge in his boxer shorts, knocking on the window <laughs> just to let him back in. That's on video somewhere as well. That was funny. It's mad yeah. how you like it wasn't really a thing, but you like filmed quite a lot of stuff. It's good that you got that footage. We you? did. We we filmed rehearsals and we and like we we used to do little funny skits and we we filmed a lot of stuff and we were actually at, at one point, um, we were in talks. This sounds so like as if I'm bragging, but I'm not. I'm telling the truth. Um, we were in talks with like Granada TV or something to do a, a possible documentary on an up and coming band, and that footage that we'd filmed was going to be used in some of it. So they were going to come and film us. But then they were also going to use some of this stuff that we'd filmed to sort of intersperse in this this documentary because that I think they were going to call it the real pop stars or something because of all the reality shows that were going on. They were basically, ironically, going to make a reality show about a band that didn't come from a reality show. So that was yeah. the that was the, that's what they were talking about. What's that? I said I think that would have been a good idea. I think it would have as well. I, I think it probably it probably would have been a massive help for us as well getting a record deal, but it just didn't. It just didn't oh, work out. Absolutely. We we got we did get close. We definitely got close a few times, but we just unfortunately we didn't make it. And you know, we had so much fun along the way though. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. Gav and Martin, um, a little uh, question for you. Um something along the lines with um what Kerry asked before. Of what cover song would you wanna recover? So re like redo a cut like a cover song. I like or, or, or um like um doesn't mean uh or a cover song or uh, you know remake it which song would you like to do? Well, we I remember we did a version of Elton John's Sacrifice. So I personally I would I would like to have done a like a full version of that with you know new elements and new music and stuff because we basically we did use a backing track that was made for us because we we put harmonies in it that never existed in the original. Um, but I, I think I would have liked to have done a professional version of that and still feel that way to this day because I love that song and I thought as a group we sang it really well. So probably Sacrifice by Elton John for me. Yeah, it's a nice song. What about you, Mark? Uh, I feel like I'd have to stick to something a lot more recent and I'd, I'd probably think I'd, love, I'd, love, I'd have loved us to have done probably like our own proper recorded version, like professionally recorded version of Shape My Heart. Yeah. By the Backstreet yeah. Boys, yeah. See that that's my favorite Backstreet Boys song. So I yeah, I'd love that. So many That'd good songs of Backstreet that came out since. Yeah. yeah. There is, yeah. You would have been good at. So, Kel, just because obviously we've we've been recording for a while, have you got any other questions on the list? Do you wanna ask? No, us? just one last one was 
we've got to have one final performance at some point. Yeah, so so this is, a, if you'd have said no, I've got no more questions, that's what I would have talked about. And I'm kind of a bit sad that we didn't get to talk about this with Chris. But a couple of years ago now, we were talking, so I've, I've, I visited back home in the UK last, last summer and we were talking about reforming and doing one, not, not a one last show, but to celebrate 20 years because in, in 2021, that marked, well, and actually in 2020, that marked 20 years since the band started, literally first started and got its name instinct. It was 2000s when we started, so 2020 was 20 years. Obviously, because of lockdown, we couldn't do it. So then we talked about maybe doing it in 2021. It didn't happen because, again, lockdown. So then we were like, well, let's do it in 2022. We'll do it. We'll bring, we'll, we'll rent somewhere. James has got a lot of contacts because he does theatre work and stuff. So we could have got us like, we were talking about get, doing the bistro which is part of the the Everyman, I think it is. The every Everyman's got like a bistro or something, like a bistro. They call it the bistro, and it's like you can have tables set up on this little stage. Yeah. There was talk of us renting that, and we were going to invite, and just invite friends and family, charge a small price for tickets, and we were going to give all the money to like a children's charity or something. We were ju- ju- literally just to raise a little bit of money, but just to celebrate, you know, a great time that we had. So we talked about doing that, and then... We were going to do it last year, but it unfortunately it just didn't work out. Um, James was having vocal issues at the time and just he ended up saying, like, I don't feel like I can do it because I can't. My voice just isn't there. I haven't sang for years. And, like, it's at the point now where I think I might need to go and talk to someone about it, maybe have a little bit of therapy on it, like, to try and help me. Because he just he doesn't sing anymore. He really just acts now. And I personally, because James was, like, my wingman in the band vocally, like, me and James did a lot of the lead lines. And not to say it would be like that if we did a show now, but I, I personally don't think... I wouldn't want to do it without Jay anyway because he's such a big part of the band. And two, I just think it would be a struggle to do it. So we just decided to kind of leave it alone. But we haven't ruled it out. So maybe the next time I come home, we can we can look at doing it again and I will put it to James that if you want, ask him if, you know, if he fancies it, if he feels he can do it. We'll try and give him a bit more notice because honestly, it was kind of last minute last time. So... I would really like to think that one day we're going to get up on stage again and sing because we did it. Phil wasn't there, but when I got married in uh, 2011 and Chris wasn't there either, uh, Lee, Martin and James came to my reception that we had, my wedding reception in the UK. And we sang for the first time in 10 years. And I remember we got up on stage and we only had two mics out of the four. So basically two of us had to share a mic each. We decided to sing an acapella and after 10 years, you would you would assume that you wouldn't remember where you were because there have been so many different lineups with the band and people's parts had changed. You wouldn't you wouldn't typically think that you'd remember what you sang back when it was that lineup. And we did. It was the weirdest thing. And it's true what they say about like muscle memory. You just remember where you were and what, what parts you sang. And we the really what the only the only mistakes we made was with some of the lyrics. We forgot some of the lyrics, but we remembered all the harmonies and we did. We did an acapella and we did End of the Road by Boys to Men with a backing track. And again, with that, we remembered the harmonies. And it was it's on YouTube, actually, and it was amazing after 10 years. So I know if we got back on stage now, even though it's been a further 10 years, actually longer than that now, we'd still be able to do it. And I know we would. It would be amazing. We could do covers as well. Like we were just talking about cover songs. We could do songs that have been released in the last 20 years that weren't around when we were a band. And we could do it justice. And, you know, I think it'd be so much fun to do that, just to do covers, just get up and do boy band covers and R&B covers. It'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be like, 
a really good moment kind of thing, you know what I mean? To not like cap it off, but to kind of like celebrate of like the new the band and like kind of go, well, you know, if it does go well and stuff like that, what's the what's stopping us from doing something else, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I don't I don't live in the UK obviously, so like it, we could and I, I mean we're kind of too old now anyway. I mean I just don't feel like if I I couldn't do it anyway because I don't live there, so I couldn't commit to doing anything like that. I don't think James would ever commit to doing anything long term, permanent. Like even if it was online and we we were able to record songs via the internet, like me and Mike do. Um, I just don't think it's doable. It's definitely not feasible for gigs and stuff. Like I I wouldn't be able to do that. But as a one off, renting somewhere and inviting all our friends and family, and I know Martin. We talked about it. Martin said he he could sell a load of tickets anyway to the people just that he knows. And with the fact of me not living there, people always want to see me when I come home. So I would just tell them to come to the gig. So we'd have loads of people there and it would be such an amazing party, wouldn't it? It'd just be incredible to have everyone there. And we could, we, there was even talk of us getting Paul, our old producer, to, to come and play the piano for us and we would sing one of our songs that we wrote with him. Or well, We didn't actually write it, but, um, but we recorded with him. Not that one, no. <laughs> we, we, although that would be fun as well. But no, like we to do it live with just the piano and it just didn't work out, unfortunately. So I don't nice know. Nice for kids to see you as well. That's it. You see, I said that. I said, like, we've all got, apart from James, we've all got kids, all of us. I mean, Martin's got yeah. enough kids he can share a few with James. But um, <laughs> between us all, like, I mean, how many kids is there between us all? So I've got two. Chris has got two. That's four. Phil, you've got two, haven't you? I've got two, yeah. Two, yeah. Okay, so that's six. How many have you got, Mart? Two plus two plus two. I've already lost track. So how many have you six. got? you got six, Mart? Between me and Camilla, yeah. Yeah, okay, so there's 12 kids. There's 12 kids out of, out of the five the, of us. That, is, that right there is a brand new Blazing Squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a new So Solid crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, it would just be nice to invite our kids and our kids can see us perform and stuff. And I, you know what? I would love a photo of our sons together. Just get our sons. Because my, my well, son we, and Martin's we, we... son... My son and Martin's son have already told each other that they're best friends. They've only met like twice, but they've set, told each other they're best friends. Like Charlie came to um, Rocco's, Rocco's birthday party and decided he wanted to take one of his balloons away. And I was like, you can't have that. And he went up and just asked Rocco. Rocco was like, you can have that. That's no problem. So Rocco gives him one of his birthday balloons. <laughs> it was really sweet. Like they got on so well. But to have a photo Aww. of, you know, Chris's boys and then Phil's son as well, just to have one of just the boys, uh, it would be amazing. I and your mini me's. It's funny because we've, we, yeah, we've got that photo of um, Charlie and Rocco when we were babies on yeah. our knee in your mum's living room. And then yeah. obviously, what, four, four, four years later, we've got yeah, the same four, photo. Five years later, on, basically, five wasn't years it? Later. On our, the same photo in your mum's living room of them on our again. Yeah. Re replicating That's that photo. That's going to be an annual thing we'll, now, every time we'll you keep, We'll keep doing it until we're too old, and then we'll be sitting on their knees. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Or they'll be standing behind us, like, holding our wheelchairs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it would definitely be nice. I mean, I tried to arrange a meet-up last time, and again, it's just it's a nightmare trying to get everyone together. And I, I was disappointed because I, I don't come home that often, so it would have been nice, but... Just didn't work out. Me and Martin met up a bunch of times. We went out actually. We went out with Suzanne and, and had a. We didn't. We didn't have a meal, did we? We just had a drink. No, so that was nice yeah, as well. Yeah. So, so next time I, I'm going to try attempt to get everyone together so that we can, even if we don't do a gig, we can at least meet up and maybe sing a song or two a cappella. Would be nice. 
Yeah. So that's Definitely. the plan anyway. Um, but I, I've decided I'm going to, we're going to wrap things up now, but I've decided I'm going to play this episode out with one of our old songs. So out of all the songs we recorded, which one would you guys say we should play? So you got like, one, my, well, hold on. My you true, you my complete me. Th- what? My true second time probably would have been Spanish song. Okay, <laughs> so Spanish song. All right, Spanish song. All right, I'll play, they'll play the episode out. I'm just going to say to our listeners, don't judge the lyrics too harshly because we were only kids. And I think for kids of like 19, 20 years old, we were only young. I think we did really well writing that song. So I'm standing by it. It's still a good I pop like song. It. Yeah, it's just very the cheesy. Original that's all. Put the original version, not the... Not the, not the no, original. I'm not playing I'm not playing the remake. I'm going to play yeah, the original. original. We recorded it in Par Street Studios, Phil Collins' old studios. He wasn't there, but Chris Martin from Coldplay was. Um, I'm going to play that song. You got and, it. Uh, yeah. So uh, very quickly as well, before we go, I've got to just give out some of the information that we always give out. You can go to linktree.com forward slash Majors Mess Hall, and that's going to give you links to everything, our Spotify, our iTunes, our YouTube. There's even a tab there for our merch if you want to buy a, a T-shirt with you know Majors Mess Hall on it. There's even a couple of UKDian T-shirts if you want to support my music with Mike. Um, and then we've got a Patreon page if you want to support the podcast. You can become a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash majors mess hall and you can donate whatever you want to monthly. All the money goes back into the podcast. And uh, just thank you to all of our current patrons to help us out now. We honestly couldn't do this without you. And this has been episode 184. Uh, I want to thank Chris for joining us, although he had to leave early. And obviously thank you again, Martin, for coming back on and joining us. And Phil, it's been absolutely lovely chatting to you again, mate. It's been, it's been a, the last time I seen you in person was Martin's wedding. And I know we've spoke a little bit on Facebook since then, but this is the first yeah. time we've actually had a good chat. So nice talking to you again, man. You'll have to come on again. Maybe, maybe come on on your own sometime and we'll have, we'll do an episode together. Yeah. All you need to do is just message me, man. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you kind of go, hey, five minutes, do you want to be on the podcast? You know, doesn't matter. You okay, mate. I mean? Yeah. Will do. Excellent. And thank you, obviously, to Callie for jumping on. And, and if she didn't feel the greatest earlier on, she felt a little bit sick. But she's she's joined us with her wet hair. And she's put her makeup on, so we can appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, no, again, thank you to everyone that listens and supports us. And if you can be so kind as to rate and review the podcast, I know that you can give us a, a rating on um, Spotify. I think the rating you can give us is out of five. So don't don't give us any less than five. Give us a five-star rating on there. That would be wonderful. And then you can give us a lovely review, which I think you can do five stars on iTunes. And you can write some lovely words as well. So again, if you're going to do anything less than four stars, don't bother. <laughs> we just want the good reviews because that helps the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, thanks very much, guys. I'm going to say goodnight now. Um, and I just want, again, thank you for, for doing this. It's been lovely. Yeah. And That's shout true. out to Jay as well. Not that I think he's going to listen to it, but if you do, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can come on again. James has been on before, to be fair. James did come and do an episode before, so. And Jamie but Nichols maybe next time Lee. we can get all of us on. <laughs> what, Jamie Nichols yeah. and Lee? Yeah. Yeah, hi, Jamie. I, well, where'd you draw the line? Hi, Sean. Hi, Shay. <laughs> hi, Josh. Hi, Danny. Hi, Josh. I remember he said to me, he goes, Josh says to me, Josh is the little gay fella who used to feed the pigs. And that's not a euphemism. Um, He said to me, he said, "Um, I quite fancy Martin, you know. And I went, do do you? He said, you know what? Gay people, they have a radar. My radar's going off with him. Think he might be gay. 
And I'm told, you reckon so? It's not that unwishful thinking, Josh. He goes, no, I have a, I have a thing. for. I, I do quite a good gay voice, don't I? He goes, no, I have a thing for this. I'm, I'm convinced he's gay. And I went, well, what so about me then? Be. I said, I said, do I give you gay vibes? What about me? Because, you know, again, young, impressionable guy. I'm, I'm thinking, does he think I'm gay? So I asked him and he goes, no, you're as straight as a nail, Gav. But don't forget, nails can be bent. <laughs> <laughs> he did, honestly. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, okay, guys. Okay, well, I'll talk to you all later. And this is the Spanish what song. This is the Spanish song by Instinct. And we'll see you for the next episode soon. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. You know you look so beautiful, right? Quiero tu bonita. I want you. Take the I need you. Tienes necesito. You know I'm coming over, right? Here we go. See this girl, she looks so fine. I didn't know she'd blow my mind. She got dark brown eyes and a sexy smile. Showing off for Latino stuff. So I'm walking over, casually said, Would you like to have a dance with me? Down and dirty on the floor. It got so hot and she left me wanting more. I think it's time to make a break. Her body's moving like a snake. I can't wait till we get home. I'm gonna play a Spanish song to set the tone. I think it's time to make a break. Her body's moving like a snake. I can't wait till we get home. I'm gonna play a Spanish song to set the tone. Come with me, cause I've got what you need. I'm gonna rock your world. So tell me what's it gonna be. Tell me, baby, all night long. We're gonna keep it going strong. All the way from the front to the back. So tell me what's it gonna be. Tell me, baby. There we were, stood at my door Then I took her and started kissing on the floor Stripped her clothes so sensually Her sexy body's the greatest thing I've seen She could tell I lost my cool and Took my hand and led me to my room Then I laid her next to me And I touched her teeth and I pushed and pleased her I think it's time to make my move You see this girl, she got the groove I can't wait till we get it on I'm gonna play a Spanish song to set the tone I think it's time to make my move You see this girl, she got the groove I can't wait till we get it on I'm gonna play a Spanish song to set the tone Come with me, cause I've got what you need I'm gonna rock your world So tell me what's it gonna be Tell me baby To slide and we dipped and dive, fellas. I think it's time to make my move. You see, this girl, she got the groove. I can't wait till we get it on. Gonna play a Spanish song to set the tone. Come with me, cause I've got what you need. I'm gonna rock your world. So tell me, what's it gonna be? Tell me, baby, all night long. We're gonna keep it going 